DJ PK and Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach joining us now. He's on the Smart Rain guest line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows the 2022 budget planning for most businesses is coming soon. Take advantage of the Save Now, Pay Later promotion and do your part by saving water while saving money. Check out Best of State Award winner Smart Rain at smartrain.net. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Are you just aging in dog years right now? <laughs> football years, yes, I am. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll just keep taking them, but man, it is brutal to uh, on the heart and uh, the nerves, no doubt. Man, what a game! On the flip side, how much of this uh, improbable sometimes? And look, look, you looked uh, possible strong possibility of defeat on on Friday night. On the flip side, how much is it building confidence in the team? Like we can do this, no matter what. Yeah, I think I think there's some of that there. I mean, when you look at how some of these games have gone in the last second scores and even, you know, surviving this one as crazy as that got. I think every time you go out, there's some, there's some confidence that, that builds within the team that kind of been here, done that, don't have to panic. Uh, didn't, didn't panic the other night, didn't play great in the, in the, it's really the first time, I guess a little bit of UNLV the other day, you know, they were, they, I think their chances of, of success were pretty small with time and in the situation. This this was a little different. It was more very, very much uh, a real possibility that they're good enough to go down and, and tie it or win it. So I, I think it's the first time we've really been in that. To survive it even as ugly as it was, I think it's got to build some confidence in you guys. We've been there. We can do it. And, and maybe we'll respond even better you know, in, in the next situation that looks like that. Do you think putting them in situations like this in practice really pays off, or it's just different with twenty, thirty thousand people roaring, and just the fact you're able to do it? Washington State got these guys off on the right foot and got them rolling. Yeah, I, I, you put them in that situation in practice, but there's nothing quite like the real thing. The, the energy that's in the place, the the fact that yeah, if they do score here, we lose. I mean, you, you, they score in practice. Yeah, we lost the drill, but we get to try this again tomorrow. I mean, this is, you know, this is it. This is final. It happens, and you either get it done or you don't. You either make the shot or you don't. Uh, There's nothing like the gravity of that situation to learn from. And luckily, we're learning a lot of really good lessons after a win because we made a ton of mistakes that could have very easily cost us the game. And and we've, we've had this conversation before, but at least we're having it after wins and not after losses. And Look all across the country, half of us got it done, half of us didn't. Yeah. A couple of things on those uh, things that you didn't do well, uh, allowing a running back uh, go for 159, and then the pass defense at the last uh, drive, which they end up missing the field goal by not, you know, we know how what happened there. Uh, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on a, a kid running for 160 yards and then uh, the other team allowing them to get down the field against the clock there at the end? Yeah, I would have. You know, it, it doesn't surprise me a ton that their their rushing yards is going to be fairly high. They're built huge, way bigger than we are right now, and so we're we're trying to do a lot of things with slanting, moving, and quickness. And it, at times it worked, at times it didn't. But everybody they put on the field offensively, even including the wideouts, are, are big. I knew it was going to be it was going to be about slowing them down and, and hopefully getting them off schedule somewhere and making them kick some field goals. And I thought we did a really, really good job of that up until the last two drives. And, and the thing about the last two drives is we got way out of character. We saw a lot of the same concepts and and things formationally that we'd already seen in the game and defended well. I think we 
we let the you know that that moment the emotion of that moment really have us do some things that that we had not done the whole game and that's where the frustration uh, comes in and that's something we're going to teach off of because we literally saw we didn't see any new route combinations any new formations we just got outside the framework of the defense and we gave up some big plays and had we just played it the way we played them earlier in the game in similar calls you know we, I felt like we could have got them off the field so that's that's where I think we'll learn a lot and again we're learning it after a close you know win as opposed to uh, a close loss and and we're fortunate and that's it right so the media and the fan base can look at the standings and say three and one wow they're in the lead they got the tiebreaker on CSU and Air Force they can win this division they should win this division so there'll be a lot of that talk and I'm wondering you know you had a big rebuild in front of you we thought coming in off a one win season new coaching staff and all that at what point did you or have you brought up winning the division and going to the conference title game haven't brought it up at all. We don't talk about it at all. This is the same team that the entire football world, including most of our fan base, thought would have been, you know, two and five, not five and two. So um, we've been favored in two games all year and, and, and won against a one double A opponent and won against a team that was, was, uh, is still having won a game in two years. I mean, I, I get who we are and who we're not. And we don't talk about any of that. We're talking about being one degree better today. We we still make a ton of mistakes that could lose us any game down the stretch. I said this: we could win them all, we could lose them all just as easily. And we're we're we are in a rebuild, but these guys are battling, and we're finding a way to be successful as we build. I mean, we're not big enough yet, but we overcome it with speed and quickness and and toughness and just energy level. Uh, we don't have enough depth at any position yet, but we'll get there. But we didn't want to wait to be competitive, and the kids have allowed us to be competitive while we develop, while we recruit, while we fill in gaps and holes, and, and while we build this program. And we're only going to get better, but for right now, I mean, you, you got to give the kids the credit. They believe, and they're working hard, and they're, they're outrunning and outworking and outlasting people is really what they're doing. So you speak of that depth, that running back, Tyler, did not play. Your leading rusher, Noah, didn't have a great uh, average per carry, but, man, he's a tough nut who can get you some some yards the tough way, can he? Yeah, no doubt. Physical runner. Uh, I thought he and, and Locke both came in and, and ran the ball physically. That's probably, if it's not the best front we've seen, I think the entire D-line and line, but I think they're all seniors, they are really good. They they handled this most of the night, but luckily we were able to spread them out a little bit and find some creases and a huge, a couple of huge runs, especially late in the game while we're trying to get the clock down and make it really tough for them to have enough time to to come back. Uh, I wish we'd have popped one more on third and two or three down here and and been able to extend that drive. But I, I thought I thought Noah did a really really good job. He protects the ball. He's not going to outrun you know a defense. But he can he can make the guy miss and, and, and fall forward when he's getting collision. And you saw some of those really, really tough yards against a very good defensive front that uh I mean ultimately just enough to help us win the game. Blake Anderson joining us, Utah State head coach. Uh is Tompkins just gonna keep doing this? I mean he's gotta be a mark <laughs> band by now. Six catches, hundred and four yards, it's another day at the office. Yeah, he uh yeah, they, they they had him doubled the entire day. They 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 were not going to let him get singled. But he, again, you got to give 
uh, Coach Tuck and Coach Cephalo credit for creating some some different looks, some leverage points to get him clean. Uh, yeah, obviously, Derek Wright stepped up and had a huge game. Uh, Brandon Bowling had another huge catch or two. One of the best catches of the night on a, on a third and long late in the game when we're trying to run the clock out. So, I mean, it's all hands on deck and everybody's doing a great job, but it's just hard to take a guy away that's that versatile that can really line up at, at five different positions, and we're doing that. Uh, you're going to double him here, but then you're going to catch him in a single, and, and, and he and Bonner are, are, are doing a great job of connecting. Their timing is really good. They're on the same page. So I think there's a, I think everybody involved gets a lot of credit, and honestly, mostly him, because hardest working dude on the team, super high IQ, and can, can line up at so many different spots, and so it gives you a lot of flexibility on how to try to get him open. A sequence of plays involving Bonner uh, early in the game. It's third and long, and he puts a pass right on the money. There was the, the coverage was excellent, but it was pinpoint accuracy. Couldn't have handed it better. And the next play, he scrambles and picks up a first down. I think he punted on that possession, so you didn't get any points. But I, w- I was very impressed with him on back-to-back plays. And you know, he's a new guy to us. You obviously know him back there from Jonesboro. But for us, we're just finding out about him now. I'm wondering, uh, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but I, it dawned on me. You get any feedback from the NFL people regarding him? Well, they they definitely see the arm talent. Uh, you know, he's he's battled a bunch of injuries, so he hasn't played a full season in quite a while. The last couple of years with thumb surgery and some injuries a year ago, and then COVID made it so to get him through a full season, and that's become a challenge. He got sacked eight times the other night. That's how good they were up front. He got hit several more, uh, and we've obviously seen kind of the wear and tear that already he's taken this season. They see arm talent. They see a guy that doesn't need a lot of space to throw, which at that level is a huge thing because the pockets collapse so quickly. They see a guy that can move his feet enough to at least be mobile and, and protect himself a little when he's healthy, and they also see a super quick release. Now, turn the ball over too much, I think, to really say what his ceiling is. That's something he's not done in the past. I think part of that is he's learning kind of our new system. It's different than what he's done in the past, uh, and hopefully that'll just continue to get better. He's got another year under his belt. Um, you know, he'll, he'll have a complete off season in the summer, and I do think you know people are going to see him continue to grow. He does have the power to throw at the next level. Now, you know, he's not the big six foot four guy, so it would take the right system. But we're seeing a lot of guys are, that are in that six foot range have success up there right now in the systems that are they're running that are very similar to ours. You got Hawaii coming up, and for years I think people are used to them spreading it out and throwing it all over the place, but uh, they got a running back averaging seven yards a carry. Uh, what what does Hunter do so well? How are they getting him those kind of numbers? Well, they're still spreading it out, but they're, it's more of what your, you know, your true spread, RPO, they put a lot of guys in conflict. The quarterback can run as well, so you got to have a number for him. Todd Graham, the head coach there, very similar to what they did at Arizona State when he was there. Um, it just there's enough different ways to put you in conflict that it does create a lot of space for him. And he is talented; he can go. If you give him a if you give him a gap, he's going to outrun you to the end zone. We've seen that with some of the games they've won already this year and surprised some folks. So I love the fact they got to come to us. Uh, it's going to be a completely different look than what we just saw. These guys had two and three tight ends and packed in there. Todd, you know, Hawaii's going to spread you out and try to create space for this guy. And it's and he is faster 
not as big and as powerful as what we just saw, but he has a lot more speed. So if you're not right where you're supposed to be, I mean, he, he can get loose on you quick. That was going to be my other question, Coach Hudson Bonner, because we've seen him now limp off, holding various body body parts as he's coming <laughs> off the field. Can anything be done to mitigate this? Because it does look like he's taking a beating. Yeah, we got to be we got to be a little smarter about uh, moving him a little bit. Uh, we're going to use the screen game a little bit more to our advantage. Uh, we're we're max protecting a lot, but honestly, even when we max protected, these guys were these guys were good enough to get there. We we knew they were good. They even exposed us a little bit more. We are playing down the line on the O line with some guys that haven't played a lot, and at times it, it, it was they were tough matchups. But we do we talked a good bit over the you know yesterday and and this morning already about how to to create some uh, some different lunch points for him and to slow things down and try to protect him a little bit more. And and I mean I, he 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 feels better I think this morning than than you might think. I mean he did get banged up a good bit, but. Luckily, it's just it's just that just kind of bumps and bruises. The more athletic and the better he feels, the the more he's able to protect himself. He just got to a point the other night. He was a little bit of a sitting duck. He was he was battling, and he's a tough dude. He ain't coming out, and and he obviously made some huge throws that helped us win that game. But um, I'm hoping we can kind of find that middle ground and protect him a little bit more. Coach, as always, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week after the Hawaii game. Sounds great, guys. Appreciate it. Blake Anderson, Utah State head coach. It's Hawaii Saturday at 1 o'clock. Ah, the rare afternoon game, PK. And Halloween weekend. Getting late in the year. Good time to be playing in the day. Oh, no question. I mean, unless it's, you know, warm, too warm in various parts of the country. Playing in the day, especially as you get in the end of October, November, is always good. And just the reality of the situation, I think that's what you'd want. So this is a great opportunity for them. And, and I think that as long as they don't screw up games in which they should be favored, they'll be, they'll be there. Hawaii comes in 4-4. Four and four. You, got the, you got the line for this one? No. Utah State by 6. Well, you didn't give me a chance to guess. Well, you said no. Well, I didn't have the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was I thought you guess. would just say, hey. Man. No, I thought you were asking me, do you know oh. the line? No, I don't know the line. Okay. But I, that's, that doesn't matter now because I, I blew I, it. I, I lost the opportunity to prove how smart I am. But fortunately for me, there'll be another opportunity here real soon. Utah, UCLA. <laughs> uh, Utes, I'm going to go three and a half. Four and a half. Oh, fetch. Gosh. Virginia BYU. 815 ESPN 2. Whew, and that's another small one. Okay, I'll go four and a half. BYU by two and a half. Oh! I was going to say three, but I thought I'd just go four and a half since the other ones. The other one was uh, four and a half. Washington State's at ASU. Uh, let's and and see. The, the one place you don't need a day game, that's what you get FS1, one o'clock. Yeah, we're getting late. Although, I mean, it's okay. It's not bad, but you could still do a night game and it'd be okay. And it can be hot at the end of October, yeah. for sure. I was down there uh, eight years ago today, and it was blazing hot uh, because uh, my father died eight years ago today. Mm. And uh, I remember my sister wanted to go to the state fair, you know, do, do something after. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Like when, when my father-in-law died in L.A., we went to the zoo, you know. 
And I remember going to State Fair thinking, man, this is f- so freaking hot, but my sister wants to be here, so I got to pretend that I'm having a good time. <laughs> it, was, it was actually after. Way too hot. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. I, that, that, that's a tough game to figure. I think the Devils would be favored. I would go like uh, uh, maybe a touchdown and an extra point, but I'm thinking odds makers go more than that, so probably like, 12 and a half, 13? 15. 15. Surprises Whoa, me. yeah. I thought, I thought single digits. That's what I said, yeah. Right? And I, I thought that, not 10, but if you gave me six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. I went seven. Yeah, and I could see but that. But 15. I wow. Uh, Colorado and Oregon is on Big Fox. Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I get that they want to put the ranked teams out there, but ooh. Yeah, 25, 30. 24 and a half, yeah. Oregon State, fresh off the win over the Utes at Cal. I think that's going to be a dogfight. Why? Because I think, Cal, I think Cal's better than expected. They've got a quarterback who can put the ball in the air. He's good. Right? They're 2-5. and five. They don't win the close games. I, you, you got me. The record is what it is. Who says that? Parcells or Dungy or somebody mm-hmm. said that? Lots of people say it now. Uh, and so that game's in Berkeley? Yes. So I'll go 11. Oregon State by a point and a half. See? I know. I Again, Oregon State by 7 to 10. You biased me. Arizona's at USC. Oh, I'd put it. I'd put a pick them. <laughs> SC by 21. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, DJ and PK. We are brought to you in part by Lee's Heating and Air. Lee's Heating and Air, home to the award-winning line of American Standard Furnaces and Air Conditioners. Call Lee's now for the $59 furnace tune-up special or visit them online at leesheatac.com.